Welcome to the first episode of Sober and Spiritual, the podcast. My name is Fiona and I'm so excited to talk with you today. And today I thought I would start off by introducing myself and just sharing a little bit about my journey with sobriety before, during, and kind of where I'm at right now. Whether you are sober curious or you are sober or you're just questioning your relationship with alcohol, I hope that you find something that you can relate to and resonate with in my story. So I guess we start back when alcohol became part of my life. I would say it was late in high school, maybe middle of high school, um, where I really started to turn to alcohol for confidence, to have a good time, to allow me to be funny. Um, and it was really something that I looked forward to doing. I didn't realize in high school or in my early college years that I had relied on alcohol in an unhealthy way. It seems so, so ingrained in our society and in our everyday that it was just something that we did. You know, it started off Friday night, Saturday night, you know, Sunday afternoon, which turned into pub night Mondays and, you know, wing night Tuesdays and it just seemed to consume my entire extracurricular life, really. As I continued to grow, there were times in my life where I decided that I didn't want alcohol in my life, whether it had been because I gained some weight or it was just costing way too much money. Because let's be honest, the amount of money that we spend on alcohol is obscene. <laughs> I don't know that anybody would spend that amount of money on anything else um, if it wasn't something that was addicting or something that, that they thought or we thought that we needed in our life. So I became addicted to alcohol at a pretty young age. I would say I was probably about 19, 20 when it became something that I did constantly, consistently. I loved to party. I loved beer. I loved all of the things that came along with TGIF and the weekend, um, but it really just consumed me to the point where I don't have a limit. I never understood why somebody would have one beer. I never uh, saw the point in having one glass of wine. Um, I was really an all or nothing. I am really an all or nothing person. And when it came to alcohol, I was all in. Now, in understanding that a lot of the things that we do, whether it be a celebration of somebody coming into this world, or if we are celebrating somebody's life that has passed, holidays, birthdays, graduations, whatever it is, alcohol is always present. And it is the only drug in our society that we have to explain why we don't use it, which is crazy. Nobody needs to explain why they don't do cocaine or crystal meth or any other drug, but we do have to explain why we don't drink. And that is something that I am working very hard to normalize, normalizing sobriety normalizing, ditching that vice that really dims you and brings you down. So as time went on, like I said, I had, I had dabbled with not drinking, um, but the all or nothing part of me was really what had held me back. And it wasn't until I decided that I needed this out of my life that 
I was really able to move forward and I would consider that my my rock bottom. I was drinking every day to the point of putting myself to sleep. I always knew how much alcohol I had in the fridge. I always knew what time it was and when I would time my last drink so that I could fall asleep or pass out rather. Um, And then it was always followed by a day of feeling dull and dim and depressed with a headache and low motivation. And really the only thing that would fix that would be to have another drink. And that would temporarily make me feel better. So when I decided that I needed to give up alcohol, it was a huge choice. And it was not something that I was proud of at this moment. Right now, I will scream my sobriety from the rooftop. But when I first admitted that I was an alcoholic, it was a dark, scary time in my life. And I told the people that were closest to me that I had a problem. They already knew that I had a problem. But the one thing I will tell you is you will not quit whatever your vice is until you are ready. Until you truly believe that your life cannot get any better with this substance in your life. So when I decided that I was ready to quit drinking, I called only the people closest to me. I didn't post it on social media because like I said, I was scared, embarrassed, sad. It was dark, but I did buckle down. I did decide that this was something that I wasn't going to have in my life anymore. And I took small steps each day to move into a new life, into a new light, finding new hobbies making changes in my life that I knew wouldn't revolve around alcohol. I started putting myself first. I started putting myself first without feeling guilty about it. It was hard and scary. And it wasn't until I had hit my one year in sobriety, which was one of the most proud days of my life, that I decided I wanted to share with the world that this was something that I had gone through. This was something that I had accomplished on my own and I was so proud of it but it was also scary going back to alcohol being the one drug in our society we need to explain why we're not using it I knew I was going to be faced with a lot of questions and a lot of judgment and sobriety actually triggers people to reflect upon their own relationship with alcohol which doesn't always come wrapped in a bow, it actually will push a lot of people away from you. And I did lose some friends. I did lose some family members who have decided uh, they no longer want me in their life. And that's okay. Just as somebody on social media has the right to unfollow or unfriend you, so do people in your real life. And that was something that was pretty tough coming along with sobriety. But As I continue to work on myself, I get a little bit better at accepting um, that these things aren't really about me and that when somebody's triggered by something, it's just shining a light on an unhealed part of themselves that maybe I um, I had made them realize, but it's not about Fiona. So it's all the learning. Um, I am currently 958 days sober and I am so proud to say that. My life is completely different than when I relied on vodka and beer to get me by. The thought of drinking right now doesn't even cross my mind and I don't want that to come across as this is something that has been easy. But I have been so committed to 
my sobriety to this being my new life that I have found passion in sharing my story, in being vulnerable, in hopes that it will just land with somebody that needs to hear it. I really wish that I had somebody that could have told me they also knew how many drinks they had in the fridge. They also wouldn't have gone to a restaurant that wasn't liquor licensed, or they would have definitely also bought two kin cans of beer at the baseball game so that they didn't have to get up after they slammed the first one. I really wish that I had somebody that could have said, me too. I dealt with that too. So that's really what I am here to do for you. Whether, like I said, you are sober curious, you are sober, or you're just evaluating whether or not this substance or another substance or something else that you're using as a vice, whether it be sex or shopping or gambling or smoking or another drug, whatever it may be, I'm here to shine a light on the fact that it's okay and it's not your fault that this is something that you're dealing with, but you are in control of your sobriety and your sobriety is your responsibility. And I hope that by sharing some of the dark and embarrassing, vulnerable parts of my story can help in your story and help you on a path to brighter and higher elevations of yourself because life after the bottle is so much more incredible than I ever would have imagined. Had you have told me, Fiona, even three years ago that I would have loved my life more without alcohol, I never would have believed you. I never would have thought that I could feel the way I feel right now, excited to get up every single day don't get me wrong, I have bad days, but excited to get up every single day and just see what what the day has in store, see what possibilities this world has for me that I can remember and I can make clear decisions, concise decisions. I can feel the things that life puts me through. They're not all fun and a lot of them are scary and hard, but I can feel them and I know I'm strong enough to get through anything that life throws my way. And I'm also here to tell you that so are you. And if you don't have anybody in your corner, well, you do now. I am grateful and honored to be on this journey with you. And I hope that um, listening to some of the things that I have to share in my story can help you with yours. And just know that we do this one day at a time. And if one day is too long, then try taking it one hour at a time. And if one hour is too long... Just try taking it moment by moment, knowing that you are not alone, that you are fully capable of anything that you put your mind to, and that we can go through this together. So if this is something that you resonate with, I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast and we can go through this journey, linked arms, knowing that there is only this or something much, much better. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have gotten to know a little bit more about my story. There is much more to come. But until then, go be great.